Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Is my cat Your cat to... sneezing, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Amber... Shut up, bitch. What year was the Declaration of Independence signed? Was it 1776? Oh, sure was. You're great at history. Yeah, yeah. Lore boys here. Lore boys here. So the Declaration of Independence is a is foreign country history, as far as we're concerned. A foreign country lore, you might call it. Foreign country lore, yes. Uh, of America. Oh, is it is it an American thing? I think so. Well, I think technically at the time it was British. I think it still is. When so, it was, when it was, say, when oh, it was oh, written, oh, 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 when it was written, it was British. When it was signed, it was American. How does this work? Ooh, what came first? <laughs> the Declaration of yeah. Independence or America? Yeah. Who's on first? The Declaration of Independence. <laughs> yeah. And John uh, who? And uh, Nick Cage. And Nick Cage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh fuck! I love that. I love National Treasure, dude. I watched it like a month and a half ago. I want to say fucking good. My girlfriend was like, "I want to watch National Treasure." I was like. You put a baby in that girl. Oh, okay. You fucking put a baby in that Peter, girl. Peter, that's the point. Stop acting like I'm not trying. Okay? I know, that's true. Yeah. It's just, it goes everywhere every time we do it. With your fist-shaped penis. Yeah, with my with, with my mic check fist-shaped penis. Yeah, there yes. you go. And forehead-shaped hands? I don't remember how it works. I don't remember, yeah. I don't remember lore my own boys anatomy. boys here. It's a lore podcast. Most of the lore boys, at least. Uh, my name is Peter O'Donoghue. Uh, sorry for the delayed episode. It is my fault. <laughs> Uh, anybody who follows us on Twitter at the Lore Boys would know that I went to the Pornhub Halloween party, mm-hmm. and despite uh, the fact I got out of it with no hangover, he twenty got, hours later, he cut boy a bug. was boy was my tummy upset. Yeah, yeah. And I'm joined with I'm Ethan, and sorry for that meandering <laughs> intro about Nick Cage and National Treasure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less it's than a, a minute. It's a spinoff from the soundcheck, which you guys can't hear. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we deleted it. Yes. Yeah. We said some vile things. Oh, heavens, yes. Oh, yes, yes. We said yes. Peter's cat wasn't the cutest thing on earth. Huh? What, kitty? Is she? She's still oh, there? She is, obviously. Yeah, she's still true. there and also the cutest You can check her out on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, right, so no Jamie. What? Jamie's... I thought un- he was... Is he not on his way? I thought he was just co- coming. Uh, Jamie's unavailable. Oh. So some people would call this episode no dead weight. Some people would call this a menage a deux. Some people would call this episode all dead weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which side of the the Jamie coin are you on? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the, the most voracious fangirls are the Jamie fangirls. What we, we've learned. There's a few things. If this is your first time listening, there's a few things you can know about this episode off the bat. It's going to be stupider. It's going to be louder. It's going to probably be less factual than an episode yeah. with Jamie. Yeah. It's going to be a, probably a little bit longer. Maybe a little bit longer, maybe not. Who knows? Uh, this is technically a request. Yes, technically. Uh, technically. Uh, technically, uh, technically. It was a very convenient request. So Stephen out in Joyzy, Joyzy had requested more Mass Effect. And thankfully, I have a bunch of like embryonic scripts kicking around. 
Is my cat Your cat to... sneezing, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Embry- shut up, bitch. Embryonic scripts. Yeah, I have a bunch of like 2% done scripts kicking around, which I mentioned on a previous episode. One of which was uh, Mass Effect and the First Contact War. Perfect. So we're going to discuss... Thankfully, we just had an election here where our uh, God King, Justin Trudeau, was just reelected. Yes. Uh, and to quote him, uh, diversity is our strength. To quote him, maybe Blayface isn't so bad. Yeah. And to quote him, uh, why would you just leave all that oil in the ground? <laughs> yeah. Which is paraphrasing, technically. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, we're going to talk about how contact between fresh-faced new peoples has always been both good and enriching for all sides and has never, ever gone wrong. Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so that's why this is called the First Contact War. Okay. It's, okay. I- it's ironic. Oh, so there's not a there's not a war is what we're saying. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, that's unusual. It's yeah. an unusual thing to call it a it's time all, of peace. It's all, but... it's all handshakes and signing documents from here on out, man. Oh, that does sound hellish. Hanging out. Yeah. That does sound hellish. It's a bureaucratic war. I got you. Oh, well, we'll get into bureaucrats later. Believe you me. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love to get inside a good bureaucrat. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you can get away with murder. If you're if you're in somebody's little black book. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You can uh, kill yourself in prison. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which you, which you totally did. Which you, which you, which you totally do. People yeah. people do that all the time. In a, <laughs> in a padded cell with no way to kill themselves, they kill themselves. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, exactly. Under yeah. surveillance. Yeah, under surveillance. Yeah. Constant 24-hour surveillance. They manage to, <laughs> to take a long, slow, laborious route towards killing themselves. It happens all the time. All the time. Costly. Like erosion. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. glacier moved. Yeah. Accidentally, <laughs> accidentally crushed his head. Yeah. Fucking oops. Yeah, that's it. Made a more uh, ass too. Nobody's talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first contact war began in 2157, mm. which you will note is in the future. Okay. So sure. anytime I that say was it. or were, please allow me because I am talking from the perspective from even further in the future. Okay. I gotcha. If you can follow. Uh, it was fought between humans, a race of slim ape-like creatures from the planet Earth, okay. and the Turians, a race of hard-shelled bird-like aliens from the planet Palavin. Is that us? Are we the Turians? We're Turians. Are yeah. they named after Alan Turing? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that would explain the fact that, that I only have one hole for waste. Yes. No. And also a metallic beak. As do we all. Yeah. So is Garrus a Turian? Yep. Okay. They don't look that bird-like. Sexy boy Garrus. I, I do see no, the No, they look more like crab people, honestly. Okay. With the mandibles and shit. Yeah, yeah. But, like, everything has always described them as, like, oh, bird-like with a shell. And I'm like, okay, fine. You, you, you got me. A, a bird with shell. Yeah. It's like uh, the winged Koopas from Mario. Yeah. Uh, Lord Boy's Cannon. Garrus is a winged Koopa a from winged Mario. Koopa. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the same universe. Yeah, no, obviously. After EA got a hold of them, they were just like, you got to introduce some more popular characters. Well, Mario was the first video game, so all of the video games are in Mario. All derivative from Mario. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They're all in the Mario universe. Uh, so the first contact war began when the Turians opened fire on a human spaceship after they had arrived through a forbidden mass relay called the Relay 314. Uh, relays for the uninformed are large space stations that can teleport spaceships between each other very quickly, uh, allowing for relatively fast galactic space travel. Yeah. Uh, we have a previous Mass Effect episode, which, which explains way more about this. It's all about the relays, yeah, pretty it's much. Basically, it's all about this. So just setting us up, 2157. Yep. Humans have found the one of their relays. They have just found the first relay? They uh, No, humans. we will talk about the first relay that humans have found. Okay. Uh, the first contact war started 
when humans just kind of arrived, they busted down the screen door of Relay 314, and the Torians opened fire on them immediately. Okay, so this is post there like we've found other relays yes but this is human first contact with anybody with this is the first contact between humans and another sentient alien race okay yeah so uh, this is all this is the entire episode so maybe your questions will be answered in the future oh okay sure yeah. sure 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 uh I'll, so, you know what i'll just you you just go you you talk i'll i'll be here well why don't you just ask your questions now <laughs> and then i'll okay. just throw I'll the script away all of them all why is the sky blue okay uh well Diffraction uh, of light. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and? Uh, yeah, a light light waves uh, get diffracted by the atmosphere, and the shorter wavelengths get diffracted more, and shorter wavelengths are blue. Oh, they're blue-shifted, mm-hmm. like the Half-Life game. Uh, not blue-shifted. Blue-shifted is different. Really? Blue-shift is when something moves incredibly fast towards you, then uh, because the light that's bouncing off it is getting shorter and shorter, the wavelengths are getting shorter, it appears blue. Okay. And it's redshifted when it's going away from you very, very fast. Because since it's le- it's leaving, the wavelengths appear longer. That's a space thing. That fits. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's space. Yeah. yeah, space. I mean, you can... Can you hear my brain overheating? You <laughs> 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 yeah. can hear the dial-up modem. Yeah. Like, just like melting into the floor. <laughs> That's uh, the lore of physics. And I have no idea how right it is. Because <laughs> I took an AP physics class 10 years ago. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> So, uh, we got to ask ourselves, why was Relay 314 off-limits? Why did the Turians open fire immediately when the human ship arrived? So, I don't know. But I'll tell you. Okay, but you will tell us. I will tell you. Okay, because I was about to jump wildly into speculation. (laughs) Why did they do it, Ethan? Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing they thought it was like some Reaper activity or something like that. Which, again, if you listen to our previous episode on Mass Effect, which you really should. uh, Not because... You did. Not because this one won't stand on its own. But just because, uh, please listen to us. <laughs> More da- downloads for the download god. Yeah, exactly. Uh, listen to our Warhammer episodes as well. Yeah. We got a lot of them, I think. We've done uh, a lot of franchises. Uh-huh. 61, I think, now. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for Mecha Paladin to actually like request it so I can do more. Because yeah. we're, we're trying to cover your requests now. So reach out to us on Discord or uh, on Patreon if you want to support the show. And we, we're gathering requests for episodes and we're trying to focus on those ones for now. So Mecha Paladin. Uh, hit me up on Discord and tell he, me he wants more battle tech. Yeah, yeah, which, he wants battle tech, which I've never covered personally. No, yeah, it's no. all Greek to me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which my mom never taught me, so yeah. it's useless. Uh, so we'll need to figure out first now how the fuck humans ended up in what is known as uncharted parts of the galaxy. Uncharted to us. Yeah, uncharted as far as they were concerned. Yeah, okay. Because yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume the Turians do the who mans. <laughs> it would be pretty funny if the Turians were also just lost there. Like, yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> start a war. Yeah, yeah, in the middle it. of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that space street. Doesn't look familiar at all. <laughs> what the fuck? We've been going in space circles, damn yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're spheres. What? They're spheres. The space circles are spheres because <laughs> the there's, no, there's no gravity. <laughs> yeah. So neither of us have studied geometry either, <laughs> as you can tell. I, I did, mean, but twelve. 12 years ago. ago. (laughs) Uh, So humans, or humanity as they are sometimes called, first landed on an extraterrestrial object on July 20th, 1969. Now this is a retroactive joke. So now when you say, when you're talking in the past tense, are we back in the the present past tense and not the future past tense? So July 20th, 1969 is in current past. Our past. Our past. Okay, I gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) So the funny thing is, because it was July 20th, 1969, and I'm a dumb idiot who lives on the internet, I was going to be like, nice. Um, 
I think someone at Bioware, the people who wrote and made these games, uh-huh. is also a big dumb idiot. Okay. Uh, because pretty much all of the dates and everything I will tell you going forward involves 69 in some capacity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, like, my God. And I, and I was Did you like, blow the lid off this whole thing, And Peter? I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> I, like, went back and cut out jokes. And I was uh, just yeah. like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It's just you'll. It comes in like three, three or four times, if I recall correctly. Okay. It, it's like I wrote this when we were supposed to record, so it's just like, wow, guys. So uh, if you're listening at home, uh, every time uh, you hear sixty nine, just like clap once, or uh, um, I don't know, uh, write a letter, or do something special every time Peter says sixty nine. Yeah, do a jumping jack. Do one jumping jack. One do a burpee. Jumping. Drink a sip of water. You know, stay hydrated. Yeah. Take a nap every time Peter says sixty nine. Pause the episode before you do that, though. Yeah. You'll miss something very important. Well, no, just start it back again at the at the beginning next time. That's listen true. to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so on July 20th, uh, 1969, uh, humans landed on the planet Earth's only moon uh, under the direction of Space, An- space Admiral uh, Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> uh, this part of space is called AFS-BC. Okay. Short for a film studio in Burbank, California. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a bit long-winded, but humans love that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. A hundred years later, in 2069, so Mm -hmm. there's our second one already. Exactly 100 years later. Exactly 100 years later, because someone was just like, wait, (laughs) wait. It's like, it's like December 21st, 1968, and NASA's just sitting there like, Looking at their calendar, they're like, well, I guess nothing big planned for next year, eh? Yeah. (laughs) Just one guy in the front's like sipping his coffee. (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) When is it? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody fucking running around all over the Christmas holidays, fucking scrambling to get something put together. (laughs) So uh, they would establish the first settlement in space. This is in 2069. uh, The Armstrong outpost in the Shackleton crater on the moon. Oh, cool. Shackleton, for me, is a hilarious word. It's not really a word. It's more of a name. It's named after somebody who I didn't look up. Yeah. Fair. Possibly fictional. I I don't... Maybe. Probably not, though. That would be a weird thing to fictionalize, because yeah. I bet you most craters on the moon, probably especially ones big enough to house colonies, yeah. are named. Probably big names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, One of them is been... called the Sea of Tranquility. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's very spooky. That's on the moon. It's on the side of the moon that always faces Earth. That sounds like something dumb that they already put into Destiny. Because, like, <laughs> like, having played so much Destiny recently, I, re- I, I have realized that the guys at Bungie who write that shit just love, like, college-level fancy words. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like, because it's always just like, the the the, the, the Red Legion. And yeah, yeah, like, that's it. That sounds aggressive, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like, you're Guardians of the Light. Yeah. And then you've that's... got the, the, and then whatever his name is, Zur, the Necromancer yeah, yeah. and shit. It's it. like, okay, yeah. You get a phalanx shield. Yeah. <laughs> the Galahorn. Yeah. Which is like a big word that sounds scary. Yeah. Um, for anyone listening at home who didn't know this, there's uh, one side of the moon that always faces Earth. Yes, it's tidally locked. You've never seen the back of the moon. No. Unless from pictures from space. Yeah. Which exists. Because the moon has a tramp stamp. It's very embarrassing. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's it's got a really bad crater it got when it was young. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, oh, uh, it's like some other planet's name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mars. Mars, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be go. Mars. Yeah, it would be Mars. Or, Fuck it. Or Venus, because it sounds like penis. Or, or like Venus during its bicurious phase. Okay. Yeah. Mars is a masculine god. Mm-hmm. Venus is a lady god. But you assume that moon is... Um, feminine entity luna is to the best of my knowledge is luna greek luna is the uh, or that's roman name of the moon yeah yeah Yeah, earth and the moon are both feminine goddesses i believe 
Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Because no one says Father Nature. What it's just like no, it's the got- hurricanes show up and you're like, Dad's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> that is Gaia. Yeah. For sure. Uh, so hurricanes humans- show up and you're like, Mom's drunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mom's it's- crying so much about Dad being drunk all it's the just time. It's completely different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after they set up in the Shackleton Crater in 2069, uh, humans would eventually push further and further out into space, eventually reaching the planet Mars. And in 2148, humans found ancient alien technology and managed to reverse engineer it, which eventually led them to the mass relay near the baby bitch planet of Pluto. (laughs) Uh, And they would eventually call this uh, the Sharon Relay, who is the ferryman of the River Styx. Sharon. Yeah, C-H- A-R-O-N. Sharon. Karen, Sharon. Sharon, why you laugh? Um, an ancient human philosopher and poet, uh, Chris DeBerg, insists we, <laughs> we not pay the ferryman until he gets us to the other side. No, not until we get a good game of poker in. Yeah, well, it's a Spanish train. I like my <laughs> opponent here. I don't think he'll cheat. <laughs> yeah. He's a disreputable fellow, but you know what? I really think he's turned his act <laughs> around. I think he's going to play his cards straight with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, you really should just... Just like, yeah, you know what, never mind. Yeah. Like, it's great that you're good and all, but, like, why are you such an idiot? Yeah. There's a difference between good and naive, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the, the following year, in 2149, the humans activated the Sharon Relay and were quickly transported to Arcturus, uh, which is the fourth brightest star in the night sky. Okay. Uh, this was considered a huge fucking deal for John Grissom and his team of explorers, since Arcturus is 36 light years from Earth. Yeah, I mean, that would be a big deal. Yeah. And they that got their... Like, while in, they were all still alive. In less than 36 light years, you're saying? In under 36 light years. Wow, okay. Yeah. That is faster than you'd think was possible. This spaceship gets very good mileage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 36 <laughs> light years to the gallon. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just like, what? No way. No way. This we didn't even hybrid? Stop. We didn't even stop once. Um, yeah, we're driving 36 light years, kids. If you got to pee, go now and pee a yeah. trillion times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and what they found here was several more mass relays in and around the stars, in and around this star, Arcturus, that allowed them to rapidly explore the galaxy. Uh, this all went very well, since most of what they explored were cold, dead rocks and gas giants. Um, also, sounds like my ex-wife remained funny for the entire expedition. <laughs> uh, so easy, breezy, beautiful space travel continued until 2157. Okay. So that's... Uh, Almost 100 years. Almost, yeah. It's not too bad. Um, when some humans arrived through the Forbidden Relay 314 and were immediately fired upon by oh, Turian ships... here we are. Okay. That I, told, uh, that I yeah. talked about earlier. Yeah. But, whomst are the Turians, and whist is the 314 forbidden? I love how we're just like... We are very much doing the human thing. We're like, hey, we found this thing. Let's just fucking keep doing it. Yeah. Let's just do it forever. We found a big open space door. Go. Yeah, that's it. Let's yeah. not look in like... There's there's probably nothing in the in the immediate 10 light years around this one this one gateway that we got to. Let's yeah. just keep going through. It's very heliocentric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or it's just like, oh, yeah, whatever. We left our solar system and went to a, a, a thousand other dead, cold solar systems. Yeah. Fuck it. Must not be a coincidence. Nope. <laughs> Maybe we are alone in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Up yours, long since dead Stephen Hawking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so unbeknownst to humans, obviously, um, a galactic government existed already called the Citadel, the Citadel. Council. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Citadel Council is the official title for the government. The CC. The CC. Yep. Uh, run by various alien races made up of valuable genetic material who had all previously discovered and con- uh, who had all previously discovered convenient and easy to use mass relays. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and if you want to know why they're made of such valuable genetic material, you can listen to our last Mass Effect episode. Listen to our Reaper episode. Yeah, listen to our Reaper episode. Why do they like our genes so much? Yeah. It ain't the boot cut. They're I'll tell Levi's. You, that. you don't have to wash them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so these other races had all gotten past the whole stamp- stampede through the galaxy with reckless abandoned stages of their history and are now all bureaucrats. Oh, okay. That's yeah, why yeah, I told yeah. you to be back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Citadel very much is. That's like the whole, that's one of the main points of like conflict in the Mass Effect games is the like government can't Shepard being like, done. I'm a fucking cowboy. I'm going to go shoot some fucking aliens. Yeah. And instead of all just being like, um, actually you have to fill out form 31 F through 72 G, uh, before you're allowed to, uh, murder in the name of the, yeah, Citadel. Exactly. uh, we have a specific form that you need to get on the third, 300th floor. Yeah. You need to sign and date and bring back to us before the end of the day. Yeah. Declaring that you were shot at by giant beetles. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, fucking, yeah. Yeah, bureaucracy is is technically the main villain of the Mass Effect series because the Reapers are going to show up no matter what, and they're weak to guns. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's it's not not like that was a problem. Oh, no, you uh, filled out the shot at by giant scarabs form. We're going to need you to go back and fill out the shot at by giant beetles form. You can't just put a label over it. They're essentially the same thing. Yeah. Oh, no, they're uh, very much not. They're very much not. (laughs) The fact you think that. Yeah. You clearly have never read the other form. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't realize I was dealing with such a lesser life form of intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the Turians serve primarily as the council's military, uh, as they were already a disciplined and tough species. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their spacefaring history goes back about 15,000 years, which was compared to our history 15,000 years ago, where we had just domesticated the pointed stick. Yeah, we were good at hitting each other with rocks, though. Yeah. We kind of we kind of perfected that for a while. Yeah, we were. I've, I really feel like we backslid in that department. I don't at, think we're as good at hitting each other in the head with rocks. If but. you compared that skill at that time in history, fifteen thousand years ago, us Vitorians, yeah, we'd probably be way better. at I it. think we'd win. Yeah, honestly, like we're probably if, bitches. And there, like, if there was uh, fifteen thousand or seventeen thousand or thirteen thousand BC Olympics, intergalactic Olympics. Uh, sure, the Torians would have won like all the space, like yeah. the space games. You but know? they wouldn't. Have, they wouldn't. Have but that's rock every, chucking. That's it. That's every odd year they do the space games. Yeah. Then we do the stone games every <laughs> every other odd year or every even year. Yeah, we get all. We get all the gold medals. That's just like another rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> around his neck with a vine. Well, Peter, I have something exciting to tell you about gold. Oh, it's, it's just a rock. A rock. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. So Torians are about the same height as a human. The average human but are, I'm told by the wiki, bird-like, and have a hard shell that covers their entire body. Uh, Their shell actually contains trace amounts of a metal called thulium, atomic number 69. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, dude. I did check a periodic table. Do a jumping jack. (laughs) Done. I didn't. How's that? I hope everyone at home did. How's that foley work for the uh, the jumping jack? I'm the teacher. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, exactly. If I get up, you ever have a fat gym teacher? Because I had one, and I'm just like, wait a second. I don't think I ever did. I had a pregnant gym teacher. Well, that doesn't count. Well, that's a people in there. Yeah, but it's not her fault. No, well, is it? Well, it's her choice, not her fault. It was her choice. I hope it was her choice. I assume it was her choice. She seemed in a very happy and loving relationship. So yeah, exactly. Mrs. Tolhurst. Tolhurst. Like the cookie. Oh, <laughs> my gym teacher was Mr. Phi, uh, which was short, uh, short. And his brother, Fo, his brother's Fo and Fum. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was uh, short for Feidelberg. Oh, okay. Yeah, which my mom told me because she would like, like meet him at parent teacher night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we'd always laugh about that. He's just like, it's just most kids just can't say it. 
Feidelberg. Feidelberg. Mr. Feidelberg, I peed in my pants. Yeah, I peed in my- he would play Shania Twain's Up a lot. Up, up, and that would inspire children to climb the here. rope. Up, up. Which is you good. guys actually climbed a rope in gym class? Yeah. That's something that I did a lot as a kid because I had an old barn with a rope oh, in okay, it. Yeah. And I enjoyed climbing that rope. No, we had the we had the gym ropes. Uh I made it to the top fuck maybe twice ever. I'm fucking good at climbing ropes, Peter. I'm bad. You should see me climb a rope, yeah. I can fucking right to the top. Yeah, you should see me hustle up a rope. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I was no good at it. I made it up in like fifth and sixth grade, so I was like at the end of my uh tenure at okay. at, at the elementary school. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, Turians. Turians. They got beaks. They got a They're shell. good warriors. Not good with rocks. Full of thulium. Mm-hmm. Love that atomic number 69. Mm-hmm. So here it is again. Uh, this was the point when I was doing my research when I was just like, okay, somebody's... Something's up here. Somebody, some, somebody's something's up, up here. here. Yeah. Are these Easter eggs? Am I finding Easter eggs yeah, right am now? I, am, I, am I doing this? Am I the first one to notice this? Yeah. The number I, 69 is hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. If you assume that a six is an upside down person. And a nine is a right side up person. Yeah. Where does the head go? <gasps> Change the title. It's, yeah. it's not about Mass Effect anymore. Yeah, no. It's just about the number 69. 69 lore, yeah. Uh, so they evolved the metal in their shells uh, due to their planet Palavin having a cheap and shitty magnetic field. Uh, this means the surface of their planet and all of its creatures were constantly bombarded with huge amounts of solar radiation from their sun. Okay. Like the Necron. In our Warhammer epi- Warhammer 40k episode. Go back and listen to that. Yeah. We talked about it earlier, so why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so the Turians joined the council after defeating another alien race called the Krogans uh, mm-hmm. with superior military might and the use of a chemical weapon made by the Solarians called the Genophage. This is something I'll cover separately because this is huge. The Genophage. The Genophage specifically, yeah. Yeah, stand in the ashes of a trillion dead souls was the Genophage that did it, No, because that's a quote from a Prothean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. That was the Reapers that did it. Yeah. We okay. talked about it on our last episode. Yep. Whoop! <laughs> uh, so this was a chemical weapon that rendered the Krogan mostly infertile. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the council sent them a text shortly after that and was like, sick, delayed, genocide, bro. Reach. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how they joined the council. Okay. Was the deployment of the genophage. Was the Solarians. Uh, the Solarians made the chemical, and the Torians were the guys with the, you know, met, like physically metally encased cajones. To deploy To do it, it. okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I, yeah, I never, I guess we didn't say this at the top, I might have said it last time, like, I've played two and three, but I never beat either, I've never beaten oh, no? a Mass Effect game. No. I, I've I've played all three, and I played the 10-hour demo for Andromeda. It's not as bad as I thought it'd be. But no good. I watched uh, my buddy playing on Twitch for a while. Yeah. I was like, mm. it was an okay watch, there was, like, plenty of bugs, but whatever. I, like, um... What is QA even doing? A buddy of mine, who I'm going to be the best man at his wedding okay. soon, that I found out about last week, Ooh. Um, he played through the entire thing. He actually owns the game, and he was just like, you know, it's pretty decent. He's like, it is buggy and fucked up, but if it wasn't called Mass Effect and just it was a space game called Andromeda, people would have hated it way less. Yeah, way less. Because it was just like the shittiest entry in a franchise yeah that's opposed like, to just like a mediocre game well the writing was just kind of like man and like the voice acting was so bad oh, it's atrocious. so bad yeah. Yeah. yeah not no no hate on those voice actors like i know voice acting especially for something like a video game can be like extremely Insanely difficult yeah. because like you're like do this line and then it's like oh from a completely different scene now do this line and you're just like back to back like crunching out lines basically to like meet deadlines there's somebody who's like i work in qa and sometimes will like bug voiceover and, like, it'll be, like, six months later, and they'll have to send it back to the actor and be Ugh. like, oh, yeah, like, you got to do these lines again. And he'll just be like, okay, I don't remember what the fucking context of these was. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. But there's also the fact that it was made by, like, 
a team here in Montreal. Yes. Uh, and they were forced to do this by their overlord, EA. EA, And yeah. they were not prepared. No. Uh, whatsoever. Uh, if you want, you can watch uh, What Happened by Matt McMuscles on YouTube. Uh, he actually just recently released a video about it. Oh, cool. Um, and it's fantastic. Oh. He's also in Montreal. There you go. Yeah. Matt McMuscles. Just, just have, we're just having a big old Montreal fuck fest right uh-huh. now. It's going to be great. The whole town's here. Yeah. For the listeners at home. All four of us and the QA team from Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. It's a wild orgy. Yeah. <laughs> we're all just standing stock still. Yeah. Like emoting at each other. That's how Canadians have sex. Yeah. yeah. I, I know. I'm telling the listeners at home. <laughs> so another war occurred following the inclusion of the Turians into the council okay. called the Rachni Wars. Okay. Uh, which was between the council races and some huge evil psychic bugs. And those and guys are always bad throughout the games, right? The Rachni, yeah. yeah. You can be like sympathetic towards one in the first game, but okay. you probably shouldn't be. But they're generally bad. They're gen- they're big bugs. Yeah. yeah. And bugs are evil. Yes. If there's one thing I know about bugs, it's they're evil. evil. They're yeah. always conspiring against us. Yeah, exactly. You ever seen a wasp? Evil. Yeah. They breathe through their asses? Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. I don't That's think weird. So. That's weird. Yeah, creeps me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, following the... Like, during the Rachni Wars, um, the council cut off access to Rachni space through Relay 314. Okay. So, basically, the council set up, like, a watch, a, like, a Turian military station around uh, 314, 314, and they were just like, that's the bug door? Yeah. Make sure that shit stays closed. Yeah. No yeah. bugs through there, buddy. Yeah, exactly. And nobody apparently asked, like, what if we can see through the windows on the spaceship? And see that there's no bugs inside. And then somebody had already left. And they were like, all right, well, it's shoot to kill. Yeah. And, and shoot on sight. Shoot on sight, no yeah. matter what. So when the humans arrived through the relay, the Turians saw their attack on the humans as just policemen protecting Citadel space. Uh-huh. Um, and considering the last thing to come through were giant warmongering beetles, this wasn't exactly unjustified. If there's one thing I know about humans, though, is they won't be super sympathetic to these explanations uh no we tend to throw tantrums we do yeah especially when being fired upon in unarmed exploratory vessels yeah, yeah what the hell yeah. i'm just using your shit without permission like fuck off. or what i assume might be your shit without permission and like walking into your home potentially to be fair humans did find an abandoned mass relay outside of pluto uh-huh. and then just kind of rode it through a bunch of other abandoned relays but that's what i mean like maybe you gotta expect you're gonna get shot at like just bar- like you said knocking down people's screen doors yeah, no, exactly. But, like, the, th- the other thing that the, the Turians could have done is, you know, like, flash the high beams a couple times to just be like, click, click, yeah, click, yeah, click, yeah. click, 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 click. <laughs> Anybody home? Yeah, yeah. You know, just like, any, any giant beetles in that ship there yeah, yeah. or whatever? So the Turians just open fire immediately. Okay. Um, thankfully, one of the ships, one of the exploratory vessels for the humans managed to escape. However, this sparked the first contact war. Okay. So the first half there, you got the context. Now we're moving into chapter dose. So we got a contact, uh, first half, second half, a war. Yeah. Okay. The first contact war. That's the theme of the episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, one human ship managed to escape and warn the human alliance, which is what they called their spacefaring government arm. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Right? They called it, or just the alliance. The human citadel. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Earth. Earth, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they warned the human alliance that their first contact with another spacefaring race went poorly, so the alliance sent a huge retali- retaliatory force through the relay. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hoorah, boys. Yeah, exactly. Hoorah. <laughs> Looks like uh, weird metal bird monsters on the menu tonight. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> radiation. 
<laughs> I'm gonna eat your testicles. My testicles are actually highly irradiated. Yeah. <laughs> and also mostly made of metal. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was so cold. Freeze the balls off a of brass turian. Yeah. <laughs> um so humans then began to send out probes armed with nuclear warheads. Uh they sent older tech out so as not to betray any of their sweet reverse engineered tech. Okay. So a lot of the atomic probes that were sent through these relays into Turian space were just kind of like what we would consider normal low-tech space shit with like a warhead on it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Turians still managed to defeat multiple human scouting and patrolling fleets, however. And then humanity, because we didn't contact any alien races for so long, were hardcore into exploration mode. Yeah. So we were spread thin and not exactly well-armed. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, like, it's not like we had known. We're all scouts in Age of Empires, too. I gotcha. Exactly, yeah. 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 Uh, despite this, the humans managed to put up a pretty good fight. Okay. Uh, one such fight involves a soldier named Taddeus Ahern, uh, who you actually can meet in Mass Effect 1. Okay. He's just, uh, like, an NPC on the Citadel. Right, okay. He's, like, an admiral now. Is he old? Yeah. Must be old. Yeah. This doesn't... So, Mass Effect 1 doesn't take place... Much long after Too this. Too long after the first contact war. Okay, is that kind of why Shepard and Garrus's, uh, but like friendship is so special? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and that's also why. Well, I mean, there's a there's a couple other things, but that's why a lot of people are like racist towards humans in that first game is because you're still the new kid on the, the block. The new kid on the block. Yeah. yeah. And that I, I I even like what little I played, I always got the impression of that. But yeah. But yeah. And there's more information about that to follow, so we'll we'll, we'll get more into it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Taddeus Ahern and his men managed to actually defend themselves successfully from a much larger force of Turian soldiers for five full minutes uh, before actually being successfully evacuated. Okay. Yeah, so they actually, they did a really good job. They And they only had, like, a few automated turrets with them. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was one of those things that, like, that was one of those little things that the, the Citadel Council may have seen and been like, Okay. Yeah. Well, if these all all then all them humans don't get wiped out, maybe we like to talk to one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's some pretty good army. Ta- Ta- and if I know something about Hyrenturians, is I like me some army. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taddeus just like drew a line in the sand in front of uh, all the Aturians, and they just like stop completely <laughs> hypnotized by it. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> we got them, turning boys. their head turning their heads to the side, like trying to get a better look at it. <laughs> They've got like big orbital lasers that just shoot lasers that just like shoot lasers down onto planets and just draw, draw lines a in lo- the sand. <laughs> yeah, draw lines, and all the ships instantly turn and look at it. <laughs> <laughs> So eventually, though, uh, Turians managed to break through all of these lines. They managed to just be like, no, 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 no it's a trick. (laughs) It's a trick. Don't look at it. One guy kicks the sand out of the way. He's just like, I've broken the conditioning. I'm free. I'm free. Rosebud. (laughs) So they managed to, like, they managed to get through the lines, and they laid space siege to the human colony planet of Shanxi. Luckily, though, uh, humans managed to send out one distress drone before the siege was unbreakable. Uh, the siege was pretty brutal. Uh, any ships that tried to leave the planet were immediately shot down, mm-hmm. obviously. It's kind of what uh, a siege is, yeah. And the Turians would also drop orbital debris into cities. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. You sound like good guys. Yeah, the Turians. Uh-huh. Thank God we get to hang out with Garrus. It's like you said, like you had kind of said, like, they open fire right away, and, and like not like they didn't do the flash the high beams thing. Yeah, you think at some point now somebody would have tried to flash some fucking high beams, right? Yeah, or like although I I I would bet it wouldn't be the humans. Humans yeah. would be like they're fucking shooting at us. We're shooting back at them. I don't fucking well, care. Well, that's it. Like humans are so stubborn. Yeah, and Turians clearly 
Pretty stubborn. Pretty stubborn. Pretty stubborn. Either like, or like tremendously aggressive, mm-hmm. which is also a thing. Stubborn as a goose. Yeah. Which makes sense, because it's like a goose with a shell. Exactly. Yeah. And the go- geese are stubborn. Yeah. And aggressive. If Brent Butt has anything to say about it, all they do is hiss and shit. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they sent out a drone, and then the Turians were dropping orbital debris into cities. Sometimes they would do this to kill one squad of humans. So they would level city blocks with space debris to kill whatever squad of humans is. What's the official measurement of a squad? Uh, I don't know. Twenty. Yeah. We gotta ask some white girls. Twenty or ten thousand? I don't know. Who, who the fuck knows? Somewhere in there. Yeah. 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 yeah but somewhere between twenty and ten thousand. Well, say five and ten thousand. Five and ten thousand? Yeah. Like five people's a squad? Might be. Again, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Ten thousand well, might so, be. It's a it's a flexible definition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially in the future. Maybe the definition of the word squad changes in the future. Yeah, in, 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 in 140 years. <laughs> Although you say that like it's they do that to kill one squad. Are, are they are there civilians in these cities? This is like a populated human city. The uh, Shanxi is a colony or, planet. Yeah, populated human planet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Turians figured they could wait it out and just lace each of this planet and kill everybody. Uh huh. However, they faced logistical problems as they had to start importing all of their food from other parts of space. Okay. Because. They didn't. I guess they don't provision spaceships for sieges. They don't have Star Trek replicators or whatever. No, yeah. exactly. Uh, so they also figured that the handful of ships they had seen and destroyed were the entire human navy. Okay. Because remember, it's their first contact with us. Yeah, as well, yeah that's it. Right? They're like, we did it. We yeah. did it. Um, we killed. We killed several of their ships. I'm sure that that's the entire civilization so, that they loaded into those ships. So this is the funny thing. Uh, it's very presumptuous and like kind of like a weird hitch in the writing. It's very presumptuous of like a militaristic race of armored bird people to just be like, well, we got the first guy. I'm sure that was it. I'm sure that's. Literally everybody. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. yeah, good job, guys. Pack it in, good boys. job. Yeah. yeah, that's it. There's donuts in the break room. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's donuts in the break room, and that is literally all the food we brought. Yeah, that's it. So yeah. let's yeah. nobody yeah. worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, nobody worry. It's cold coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, what's that? Sprinkles of bird seed. Yeah, I'll take that one, man. Yeah, sick. Sick. Nice. Sick. Yeah. Is it metallic bird seed? Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, um. Yeah. So they were obviously mistaken. Yes. Because. Uh, a second fleet of human ships. What do you mean there's more than 500 of them? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the second fleet of human ships is called capital S, capital F, second fleet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, from the Turians' perspective, so fucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so the second fleet arrived and ended the siege of Shanxi. Mm-hmm. Uh, humans and Turians then prefer- prepared for full-scale war. Mm-hmm. Luckily, uh, looming interplanetary war caught the attention of who else? The Citadel. The egghead bureaucrats. You got it. Uh, So they helped negotiate peace between the humans and the Turians. Okay. Um, I love how, like, the Turians were doing this for them, and then they they step in, like, whoa, 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 let me negotiate the peace for you guys. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, we got to pull our dogs back. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I was just looking at the time there. I saw that. Yeah. It's good. Do you like it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Good. Um, yeah, so it's like it's like the bureaucrats are always getting in the way. It's just like, well, we just want to wage interplanetary war, yeah, yeah. unfettered interplanetary war mm. with an unknown enemy. Why you always got to cram my fucking style, yeah. government? You know, you're the one who told me to, sh- to shoot anything that comes yeah, out of there. Shoot on sight. <laughs> this is what happens. Now you're just like, well, you don't just turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so following the peace treaty uh, called Armistice, 
which was named after some sort of petty human squabble from the past. Uh-huh. Okay. That nobody cares I love about. how we got to name the, uh, yeah. the peace treaty, though. <laughs> well, I mean, the Turians were the aggressors. <laughs> we got one condition, okay? <laughs> yeah. We get to name the treaty. <laughs> we want another armistice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in space. Oh, a what? But yeah, well, it's it's nice how all the aliens in Mass Effect all speak English. Speak English, and, and yeah. is, uh, not explained at any point. No, yeah, that's yeah. it. There's not like a well, like in um, Hitchhiker's Guide, there's that worm that they put in your head that the translates it for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, none of that. Named after the Tower of Babel, of course. Oh, I thought it was about the uh, the software. I mean, tomato potato, but it was written in the 70s, so I'm willing to bet it wasn't. Uh, maybe. You know, I know. Yeah, Babel fish know. on fifteen five and a half inch floppies. Yeah. <laughs> you get the, you can translate eight words. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, after the armistice was the was signed, uh, where am I here? Right. Um. The humans. So after this, obviously, the council shows up. They sign the armistice. They negotiate peace, and they then humans realize that there's way more sentient races out in the galaxy. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That's so humans too to be like. Well, we know there's fucking one. Yeah, but but that's got to be it. You know, <laughs> just the bird lobsters. Yeah, yeah, just bird lobsters. Nothing else. Nothing, nothing else. else. Yeah. And now there's uh, and then they're like, oh, okay. But we fit in pretty well. Um, in the end, actually, uh, during the entire first contact war, only 623 humans ended up getting killed. That's pretty good numbers, honestly. That's better were... than I. I gotta say, most human wars. Yeah, exactly. We can uh, honestly, some places can do better uh, in a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and the only notable engagements were like the attack on Shanxi and the arrival of the second fleet. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, however, following this, more political and cultural ramifications. Okay. Uh, since humanity's first contact was a violent one, uh, they gained the reputation as a pack of violent and dumb apes. Well, well okay, they shot first, though. They did. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, those people who defended themselves are such savages. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand them. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. And meanwhile, he's eating, like, whatever, a donut covered in fucking bird seed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A human hitting another human with a rock in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this led to xenophobia against humans. Um, oh, how the turntables, huh? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But prejudice sometimes begets prejudice, and this created human xenophobes and the creation of multiple pro-human groups like Terra Firma and later Cerberus. I mean, this is very... That this is the most human thing of the whole episode. Yeah, just being like, yeah, you know what, you Fuck guys, them. you guys have opinions about us. Well, we're not going to work to fix them. Yeah. We hate you. We got opinions about you. Fuck off. How about that? Give us a room in your fucking house and fuck off, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Turians were ordered to pay heavy reparations to the humans after the war as well. Okay. So they were just like, um, pay their insurance. What's your deductible? On yeah, this yeah that's it. Yeah. yeah. What's your deductible on 560 human lives? 623. 623 yeah. human lives. 200 bucks. Done. It, done. 200 <laughs> yeah. credits. Yeah. And at this point, of course, credits are fucking worthless to humans because we're not part of the Citadel. Yeah, that's yet. it. Yeah. So it's just like, well, here's uh, Monopoly money. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That, that, thank you. <laughs> it's all different colors. What is this, Canada? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's garbage. 
Well, this is Peter losing his place in the episode. Everybody. Yeah, it's because when get... I was moving my hands around and gesturing and shit, my screen rotated. Then Google Docs oh, moved all my them words. Right, ba- right back to start. Yeah. Do not collect two hundred dollars. No, exactly. Of no. monopoly of, money, well, which yes. was our last joke. Yes. So if you need to edit that, you just cut it right back to this. I'm glad Peter explained all this, and I'm glad Peter forgot that he said he was going to ep- edit this episode. I will. Don't yeah. worry about <laughs> it. Um, I guess if you at home are listening to this episode and don't like that pause, you can edit it out as well. Yeah, you can uh, if you But want. you cannot redistribute it. We do not no. give you the rights to no, do that. We do not do that. No. Patent pending, patent Unless pending. you redistribute it to us. Yeah, that's And fine. then we'll redistribute your redistribution. Uh, one of the ramifications of the human retaliation, however, uh, was that uh, maybe we uh, lost track of some of our nuclear-armed unmanned probes. Okay, again, very human. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do like that the humans in Mass Effect are very human humans. Yeah, it's know? just like, oh, and... Um, but... Because the Citadel saw our fighting prowess as very good and very useful. Uh, Where the locations of any of these misplaced nukes are is actually a council secret. Okay. So they're going to keep... They were just like, look, guys, sorry. We're going to pay you reparations. Uh, We'll find and hide your nukes. (laughs) And we'll, you know, we'll get... Launder all your dirty money. Don't worry about it. Good things that governments do, right? Yeah. It was because they considered it to be bad optics after, like, signing a peace deal with the humans. Okay. They were just like, yeah, anyway, yeah, thanks for the armistice. It's like the following day, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the armistice. You know, I'm glad you're on the council now. No problem, no problem. Real good. Yeah, cool. Happy to sign. Um, And it's like, yeah, man, I mean, we just, like, I guess the one thing is, like, we lost all these nukes. Oh, did did you? Oh, that's so... Oh, have I seen nukes? Have I seen any nukes I lying around? No, no. no. I remember in space it. that you have racial tensions with? Yeah, no, 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 no. You know, it's funny. I thought that I had, but now that I think about it, it's a funny-shaped bush. Space yeah. bush, of space course. Bu- yeah. yeah, it was a funny-shaped space bush, and definitely not nukes. So, no, no, I haven't seen any nukes around here. Yeah, like, it's too bad, because, I mean, like, we'd probably, like, really, like, take those back at some point now that there's, like, this piece. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. If, if, we, if, if, they, show, if they show up, like we'll let you guys know, but you, People, yeah. But you know, like just yeah. What are the odds? What are the odds you'd find nukes like just floating around? Space anywhere, is so know? big. Space is huge. Like man. the biggest. Maybe. Oh, you guys are new here. You guys are new to space. Space real big. New new space. Yeah, it's big. It's yeah. it's the first thing you learn when you get here is it's really big. Yeah, we've been here for fifteen thousand years. We know it's big. Yeah, we we know it's big. We know we know. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna go take care of something else. Yeah, Enjoy I got the party. I gotta go. I got a timer to go check on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. Do you think they have like a, a like an after armistice party? where everybody is very awkwardly talking to each other. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what do you do? Uh, I'm a fighter pilot. Yeah. Oh, my uh, my I best w- friend got killed by a fighter pilot. Yeah, yeah, cool. I was an explorer. I was actually a geologist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was on a civilian ship that got blown up, but I managed to escape. Oh, I shot a p- p- uh, civilian ship. That's, oh, yeah. yeah that's cool. cool. Well, I wonder oh, yeah, if it was yours. Cool. I wonder, yeah, I wonder yeah. if it was mine. Wow, yeah. Little, weird. Small galaxy, huh? Yep. Yeah. How, how small? Like, like, Small enough that you could find nukes in it? No, it's big. It's actually pretty big. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't keep going there. (laughs) This Uh, is the shit that Jamie doesn't let us do. (laughs) (laughs) That dad doesn't let us do. Yeah. Um, right, so there was that. So, so first, where were you, Peter? Uh, I, I, I didn't rotate my phone that time. <laughs> no, not that time. Yeah. Uh, so the first contact war also demonstrated humanity's extraordinary military capabilities, which, like we said, drew, drew the interest of the Council. Uh, Commander Shepard, the main character, man or woman, from the first Mass Effect mm-hmm. and trilogy game, became actually the Council's first human specter. Uh, and this was a big deal. 
Okay. Right? Because you've got... One were the new kids on the block. Yeah. Uh, no other races become a specter this quickly. Okay. They have to prove themselves even harder. But humans, obviously, I mean, I guess it's a game made by humans where that's also the bias yeah, is yeah. the thing. But yeah, like the, the first human specter being this quick after the humans were on the Citadel was a huge deal. Probably a political move. Let's not fucking yeah, use words see. here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, however, Turians and humans uh, even tried... Uh, yeah, so Turians and humans even tried to squash their beef uh, by collabing on a sweet high-tech spaceship called the SSV Normandy. <laughs> okay. Right? I recognize the name. It's a ship you get in Mass Effect. Yeah. Uh, so that's a collab between Turian and human engineers. Oh, cool. Uh, whether or not this was by choice or not, or whether the council just, like, locked a bunch of engineers from both races in a room yeah, yeah. with, like, a disassembled spaceship and yeah. some Ikea tools. Yeah, yeah just, just like, like, a room full of Lego yeah. and just, like... Make like, it happen. Yeah, they're mad at each other at first, but then they all get distracted by the yeah, Lego. Exactly. Like, you guys aren't allowed to come out of this room until you can fly out. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> no one's racist anymore. Yeah, that's it. It's just... It's, uh, it's a room, a locked room, but there's no ceiling. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> it's yeah. it's, uh, it's an open concept. Yeah. yeah, open concept shipyard. Yeah, yeah. With just one locked door. Yeah. <laughs> with, like one key. Yeah. And the technology for ladders has long been forgotten because they're all spacefaring civilizations. So why would you need a ladder? No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No ladders in space. You just like hover. Yeah, exactly. At that point. Yeah. Gravity boots, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was it. So they build the Normandy together. Uh, and then finally, the villain from Mass Effect 1, Saren, uh, still retained a deep hatred towards humans due to the fact that his brother was killed during the First Contact War. Okay. And this would lead into his kind of defection from the Council and why he was so open to being manipulated by the Reapers. Okay. Is because humans were the new kids on the block. They were making a big name for themselves, swinging their dicks around. So the Reapers had a vested interest in harvesting their genetic material and yes. making a human Reaper. Okay. Saren was a ready and willing racist. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean. So there you go. That would do it. Yeah. You find fertile ground for fanatics in yeah. uh, racists. Bim, bam, boom. Yeah. You've got it. Yeah. Toss that shit in the space oven for one game. You get a game. And you get a trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I, was, I was thinking that we'd run a little bit long, but that's the first contact war. Do, are the nukes ever found in the trilogy? Or, like, I know you said it's a council secret, but is it ever revealed? Not in the games. Because my uh, first thought was the Cerberus assembly, like... I don't recall, no. Cerberus, Cerberus wouldn't care. I don't remember any side quests in Mass Effect 2 or 3, because Cerberus is only in a side quest in Mass Effect 1, where they have a moon base uh, where the AI goes crazy. Okay. Um, and then in Mass Effect 2, obviously, you're working with Cerberus, and then you find out they're kind of evil. Um, and then in Mass Effect 3, they're one of the actually, like, boots-on-the-ground enemies or server soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're very pro-human, so the idea that they would go f- find and, like, clean up nukes out of Turian space uh, seems pretty unlikely. And I don't recall any, like, bomb defusal missions uh, in any of those games. But yeah, I no, have... I was just thinking, like, nukes are a nice thing for, like, yeah. a proto-military faction to have, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not saying... I have no information on these nukes. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, space is big. I couldn't find these nukes if I tried. Yeah. Big enough to hide nukes in. Me? Dumb idiot like me? I don't think I so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Big dumb idiot like me, though, has been Peter O'Donohue. And you can find me at Pete O'Donohue on Twitter or at Loreboys Podcast <coughs> on Instagram. Um, big dumb idiot like me, yes, and, is uh, Ethan. Uh, been good episode, Pete. Uh, fun. Thank you. Good time. You can find me at Ethan the Deadman uh, on Twitter. 
anybody who likes the show wants to support the show uh, leave us a review on iTunes uh, reach out to us on Twitter or on our Discord or on Facebook or uh, loreboyspodcast at gmail.com that's how this episode gmail.com. got made uh, I know it's Friday uh, late late episode for us thanks for thanks for waiting we've been kind of sick and busy and all these other things um, we are planning on we're going to release next week, and we're going to record on Sunday, and we're going to stream uh, at twitch.tv slash Yes. So uh, tune in there on Sunday. Uh, time to be determined, but check our Twitter. Um, That's going to be... So if you're listening to this like way in the future, Sunday is going to be November 10th, 2019. Yeah, and yeah. We'll, we're likely to stream also the following weekend. For uh, Extra Life. We're probably going to be doing our charity stream finally a couple weeks late, but we do want to do it. We want to make sure... Uh, we raised some money for the kids, so check out us. Check us out if you're listening uh, concurrently. Check us out the next couple weekends if you're listening to us in the future. Well, we're already uh, on primetime TV, Maybe so you don't dead. need to worry about it. Yeah, uh, exactly. we're dead <laughs> and also on primetime TV because uh, working in primetime TV really kills you, your, you and your soul. Uh, anybody who wants to support the show financially, we do have a Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash The Lore Boys. Thank you, everybody who's already subscribed. Actually, thank you, everybody who's you're already wonderful. subscribed. Uh, yeah, you guys are wonderful or rich. I don't. You know. guys are beautiful and lovely and not rich. Just just very supportive and it means a lot to us we're actually you know with your guys help we're getting to a point where like hey maybe we can cover the actual cost of uploading these episodes you know pretty soon uh we're not I quite there yet but like we're like a buck shy of covering the cost of we're, we're pretty close actually. yeah that's yeah. it uh we have some other costs associated with the show but that's not important what's important is that you guys know that we have another service called lord boys prime where we uh offer you guys a chance to support us a little more intimately so if you uh dox peter Find out where he lives, come to his home, leave an unmarked envelope underneath his door with any denomination of money in it. We will give you the opportunity of a lifetime where we have a space bush uh, that we need somebody to guard. Uh, Don't look behind the space bush. There's nothing there. (laughs) There's no point in looking there. Uh, The way space works is that any way you look at a bush, it always looks the same. The bush always faces the earth. It's it's tidally locked. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So there's no reason to look at any other side of it because (laughs) it's tidally locked to you. Uh, It's guard. Um, So, yeah, we need somebody to watch it. And we'll give you that opportunity if you leave an unmarked envelope full of cash underneath Peter's door after tracking him down and finding him. Yes, please do. And I guess that would constitute a lore Lore boys. boys... Mass Effect. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 